just released the first five minutes of a cool new porn we made, but we cut before the fucking starts. <laughs> that is from Jurassic Park Updates. You can follow them on Twitter at, at Jurassic Park to go. Hi, I'm an Ariana Grande whistle note, Ashley Medeiros. You didn't come up with one, did you? Oh, no, I didn't. I'm the, of this. I'm the silence that just occurred to Carly. I'm keeping that in. And this is perpetually, perpetually single. single. <laughs> oh, wow. Our finale episode, and Carly doesn't remember how we do our intro. Shame, shame, you naughty boy. I know, I remembered, <laughs> and then I was, we started, and I was like, oh, what am I, I saying? One. Yeah, I was like, I was like, thought I could come up with one, but I got my booster shot today, so my brain's just slowly on the decline. That's okay. That's okay. I watched oh. Fear Street Part One today. Ooh, have you never seen it? I did, but here's oh. the thing: Are I you? was a little distracted. Oh, while watching it. <laughs> oh, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, so I didn't, and then we watched the second one. And I fell asleep during that one, so... that The second one is my favorite of the three. I'm watching that one. I'm going to turn around after this and fall asleep to it again. And then watch oh. it tomorrow night. Oh, my God. Why don't you just, like, turn on something else and fall asleep to that so you don't have to rewatch it for the third time and be like, I've seen this before. This is boring. Because I enjoy horror movies. Turn on a different horror movie. Is this too logical for your tired brain? <laughs> Is this too logical for your tired brain right now? Yes. Oh my god, fine. Do you know what? It's your life. Do what you want. <laughs> I just want to watch Fear Street. I was going to watch It's a good movie. Um this movie called The Old Ways. Uh it's on Netflix. It's on my list. I was going to give it a mm. shot. I don't really know what's about. I think it's about witchcraft, but um but then I was like, "Wait a minute." Hang on, I'll fucking watch Fear Street. Yeah, I was like, speaking of pump the brakes. Ho ho ho! I don't know why that was a brake thing. More like a horn. (laughs) That's fucking Santa (laughs) pumping the brakes. Ho ho ho! Hold the fuck up! Ho ho ho! Hold the fuck up! (laughs) Exactly. Um, I really speaking of old. I really want to watch that M Night Shyamalan movie, Old. Mm. It's. I think from what I've gotten from the trailers, basically people are like trapped on a um, a beach and time mm. is just like going by really fucking quickly. <gasps> yeah! Oh, yes! Yeah! I want to see that so bad. Me too! I remember seeing one of the commercials on TV and like this lady lost her son and it's been like five minutes and he comes back and he's like, he was five when he got lost and he's like 17 when she found him. Yeah, because it has one of those, the wolf guys, either Nat mm-hmm. or the other one, who I think is the, one who the I legitimately, yeah, who I legitimately thought was the exact same person for years. <laughs> for years, because they look the fuck fucking same but they're not twins it's no. so confusing and yeah, i'm no, like they're like... the same person they're yeah. the same person they have a mole on the ex- on their face in the exact same spot i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure they look the f- you cannot convince me the only reason you can't convince me is because i saw pictures of the two of them together at the same place so i was like <laughs> all right i guess that's fair <laughs> it's hard to do that I unless I those younger, photos were doctored which they could be mm-hmm. fake is out here <laughs> conspiracy theory <laughs> I remember when I was younger, they had, they were part of the Naked Brothers band and they had a TV show. And I remember I told my dad, I was going to go watch that show. My dad went, the what? And he had a whole 
like fit about it because he thought they're they were the naked brothers and yeah. he was like what the hell are you watching he was like what the hell kind of tv show and then he saw he watched he sat and watched an episode with me and he was like oh he's like you're free to continue watching this well i'm gonna find where what streaming service old is on because i'm sure it's it's been a while so it's not in theaters anymore so i'm mm-hmm. sure it's somewhere and yeah. then we can try and find it and watch it together via yeah. teleparty or discord or something that'd be fun yeah I'm watching anime again. And why? <laughs> because I wanted to. <laughs> I to promote conversation between myself and myself. And no, Lauren watches the same anime that I'm watching. I'm gonna punch you in your face. <laughs> that was violent. I apologize. <laughs> I'm gonna say Lauren's a secondary conversation. Um. I'm watching anime again, and I'm trying to find... I would like to... After I finish this one, I want to find one that's really similar to Fruits Basket, because I fucking love Fruits Basket. Fruits Basket is so good. You should watch it's Princess so Jellyfish. Oh, I'm going to write that down. Where's my pen? Princess Jellyfish. Is that on... What's that on? Um, It might be on Crunchyroll. You might just have to, like, Google it of, like, where okay. you could watch it, because I don't... I watched it when it was on Netflix, but that was, like, 2014. It's probably not on there anymore. No, I have a whole list of animes that I've watched. Is so. Princess Jellyfish similar to Fruits Basket? Yeah, it's like a cutesy anime where it's like a journey of self-discovery, kind of. Okay. It's like this girl finds this house where um, this group of people live, and some of them are like non-binary, some of them are mm. identified as women, so like, it's kind of like this group of people who find solace in each other that's cool and then princess jellyfish come or one of the girls comes and or the main character comes and she finds them and they're like do you want to live with us and she was like yeah you guys are great because she also finds solace within them and like mm-hmm. the way that they are and their friendship because like they're basically like really close friends that truly deeply understand each other and like their existences and so she joins them but the one thing is, like, they're like, no men in the house. Absolutely none. No visitors. Nothing. And so it's kind of like a self-discovery kind of thing. But it's cute. Well, I have it written down, so it's on my list. Yeesh. But it was one I've... of the first animes that, like, I think that I saw. It had, like, non-binary characters in it. Mm-hmm. Which was pretty cool, because usually that's not the case. Yeah. Or at least not in 2014. True. True, true, true. I really need to, like, uh, there's just so many Naruto's. Like, I want to finish that one because I really like it. But it's so long. It's literally, like, So long. And I'm literally still only on the first fucking part. Because mm-hmm. Lauren and I were originally watching it together. And we were watching it over winter break, like, maybe two years ago, a year ago. I don't remember. And... So we, it was a thing that we only watched together. So we didn't get to, through a lot mm-hmm. when we were no longer living together. So now I'm like, but I want to finish it because it's like, it's a staple one. Everyone knows about Naruto. And so I want to know about Naruto more than I already know about Naruto, which is a Naruto run. And that Naruto is the spirit of the fox, the nine-tailed fox. Well, that's more than I know about Naruto. Nah, you know all that I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never, I never got into Naruto. It was just something I couldn't get into. Heathen. Well, the length of it was really daunting, and we already know my track history of not even being able to start a one se- a one season TV show. 
True. So that one. The fact that you've never finished New Girl is like honestly really offensive to me as a person who enjoys New Girl and as a person in general. Yeah, but they're all good. I rewatched it three times in this yeah, year I alone. I know. <laughs> I think it's because we watched it so frequently. My commitment was just like, oop, 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 gotta go. Oh. Uh, but we were watching it as a house. It was a bonding experience. It was. We it watched Shit's Creek like that, though. But Shit's Creek is also a lot shorter. It's only, it's six seasons. It felt shorter. <laughs> <laughs> we also didn't watch it. I didn't feel like we binge watched it the way that we did with New Girl. Yeah, New Girl was on constantly on our house for like the first month. Yeah, like it was. Moving in. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. Well, speaking of firsts. <laughs> I don't know why we said first somewhere, so I'm tying it in. Um, as our finale episode, we thought that why not we talk about a few of our firsts. So today we're going to talk about our first crushes. The first time we had the talk, in quotes, aka the sex talk. And then the first time we um, we discovered that we could be queer. Woo. Fun things. So... As my guest, no, I'm kidding. Cause you're not a guest. You're not a guest. Um, but how about you tell me who is your first crush, Carly? Hmm. How old Do you were want, you? Like, well, I started developing, developing crushes when I was like in elementary school. Mm-hmm. I had. Well, here's the thing. I had two crushes at the same time. Whore. Yeah. <laughs> um. I had a crush on a friend of mine. So it was like the three of us. Mm-hmm. It was me, another girl, and a guy, a boy. And I had a crush on him. But it wasn't like a, like a strong crush. It was just kind of like, you know, you're fun, you're cute, we're friends. Yeah. So it's kind of more like, I just want to be good friends with you kind of crush. But still had a little bit of like, you are like, I, I still like you. I want to be good friends with you, but in a different way. Yeah. Cause, like, because you don't, aren't able to articulate between romantic and platonic at that age. Exactly. So I was yeah. like, I want to be, yeah, like, I want to be friends with you, but in a different way that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a different crush around the same time on someone that we were somewhat friends with. And we talked for a little bit. I remember I got my first cell phone. We were texting, Ooh. and my dad was like, who are you texting so late at light- night? And I was like, a friend from school, don't worry about it. <laughs> so those two None of your mine. beeswax. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dad, it's okay, we're friends, it's fine. Um, so those are technically my first two crushes. And then... There was a very long period of me just not having any crushes at all because I was like, tomboy, tomboy only feelings. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just like didn't have any crush on anybody because I just wanted to be scarier than everybody else. Oh, so I was like, I don't want you to like me. Well, I want you to be my I want friend, you to fear but I me. also want you to fear me. <laughs> Damn. I was like, whoever doesn't know me, I want you to be terrified. <laughs> but Hardcore. I did Who achieve... hurt you? 
I'm kidding. The world. But <laughs> oh my god. Um dramatic. I did I did achieve that goal. Yeah, I know. I scared a lot of people. Yeah. And you still do. You yeah. have enough coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well here's the thing. I scare people. I like put tiny threats and then I have too much coffee and I'm like, oh the threats could be real. And then all of a sudden you're answering the phone like what? <laughs> yeah, Hello? screaming at people. <laughs> Typing three Wrong paragraphs number. in literally a minute. <laughs> Coffee Sending is them. crack for you. It's speed. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I called one of the good kids shows and I had a large coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. And it was an iced coffee, too. And I drank the entire thing before we started and I was, like, about to start shaking. And I was like, I'm so ready for everything. <laughs> uh, they... Yeah, they deserved the coffee, Carly. Yeah, they did. I remember Andrew tested me one time, and I looked at him in the eye, and he literally just slowly closed the door, (laughs) and he was like... And um, woo! Yeah, a little and woo. Yeah. Love ya, if you ever listen to this. (laughs) If you ever get to this episode, yeah. You'll see it. (laughs) You'll hear it. Kisses. All right, who was your first crush? My first crush was a guy that I actually still know. (laughs) We're still family (laughs) friends. It was with, uh, he was the second youngest in their family. I'm the third youngest in my family. Um, And like, we're about the same age. Like he's a a year younger than I am. And like our families, his family went to the same church as my parents do and, and did at the time. And I just was, like, head over heels in love with this dude. Like, I remember telling his mom when I was, like, maybe four or five that we were going to get married. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, That's seriously. So in love with this guy for a long, long time. Like, into high school. Oh, boy. Yeah. And, like, don't get me wrong. I had other crushes, like, at other times. But he was someone I was always, like, mm-hmm. Like, he was always ooh. in the back of your head just being yeah like, like hmm hope i see you at church today hope we <laughs> are in the same prayer circle and i get to hold your hand while praying <laughs> like, ooh, scandalous seriously i did i did that i was like oh i hope we'll come to house? church today yeah i'm a little slut for jesus <laughs> god's like this prayer circle is for me <laughs> i'm like no it's a dating app for me <laughs> I'm using I'm it. To get with this kid. I got game in the house of Jesus. Oh yeah. Yeah. I did not. We never went out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just God obsessed. Like, not today. Just upset. He said, "You little whore. You don't deserve this, man. <laughs> How dare you? How don't dare you? you? Dare hold How dare hand. you use the time to think about me? To think about some other boy? <laughs> Jesus is a jealous lover. <laughs> oh, he sounds like it. <laughs> yeah." I don't know. I've never spoken to him personally. <laughs> Neither have I. Yeah. High five. Woo. <laughs> I've never even been in a prayer circle that alone talk to Jesus. I can I can introduce you to both. <laughs> well, uh, well may, maybe the first one. <laughs> I was say, you can also um, never talk to Jesus. But yeah. Not personally. Not personally. But I swear every, you know, every little thing I was like, oh, my gosh, maybe he likes me back. And I was just constantly updating my middle school and high school friends. I was like, so-and-so talking to me today. And I had, like, nicknames for us. 
because so his first initial is a W and mine is an A and there is a Rubier brand which is my favorite kind of soda A and W so I would call him <laughs> Rubier journal oh my god i that used to be one of my favorite parts about having crushes like during like school mm-hmm. like like middle school and stuff like that was making up nicknames for people yeah that was my favorite part there was one time when we were in the prayer circle and we were next to each other and so we were holding hands circle and then after we finished praying we held hands for a little while longer while everyone else had dropped hands and I thought about that for weeks (laughs) (laughs) I think I texted everyone immediately (laughs) I would have I would have been like girl guess what happened during prayer circle (laughs) yeah so that was my first crush and it lasted for like what eight years nine ten years for like a long time and don't give me I had other crushes in between but like that was for the he was the one first one for a really long time before I liked anyone else and then like I would like other people and then like not like them anymore be like hey Rupier what's up <laughs> like ooh Rupier's looking really cute at church today oh my he's God. not wearing a sweatshirt and sweatpants wow he's stunned <laughs> he pulled up <laughs> look at those jeans <laughs> oh man yeah i no longer have feelings <laughs> for root beer well i'm glad to hear that i've grown out of it <laughs> i'm sure you don't see root beer at church anymore well i don't go to church so. exactly that's why you don't see him at church anymore i think he does though i also think he's dating somebody now well, good for root beer yeah good job good for mm. you proud of you living life not perpetually single like uh these two schmucks over here. it's a choice <laughs> <laughs> i choose to be alone it's easier yes. sometimes that's too deep for today <laughs> yeah honestly let's not go there we're not gonna go there uh, i got my covid booster i can't think <laughs> let's turn this shit around i really am very tired as well just from life <laughs> so i don't really want to talk about that we can talk about that next season yeah more more tears for next for season two that's the plan next season the theme is tears crying we expect crying. everyone to be in tears after every single episode laughter and... or sadness up to you you can laugh at our pain yeah. it's fine we won't we won't know about it unless you tell us or you we'll can know. cry with us because yes. you feel the same yeah all right well Let's move on to the second point. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carly, when did you receive the talk? Fun fact, I mm. never did. We she doesn't never... she still doesn't know what sex is today, folks. Don't put me on blast like that, bro. Girl, I can't help it. <laughs> you open no. a door, I walk through it. <laughs> so I've never so my parents never sat me down and had a conversation about sex with me. Um, all of my education about sex was done through, um, health classes, but here's the thing. I had teachers that were like, I understand, they're like, I know this is what the government wants us to teach you, but this is what I'm going to teach you. Don't tell anybody. So you learned about like non-abstinence stuff mm -hmm. as well? Okay. Yeah. So like we learned like about different STDs like ways to catch STDs and like how to prevent getting STDs and stuff like that when we were in 
that I think was in high school, but like when we were younger, I think the first time I had a health class, I think it was sixth grade. And that's when we discussed kind of like, this is the human body. This is what everything is called. And or my teacher was like, we are not calling it by any nicknames. Like this is this and this is that. And that's what we're calling them. This is a penis. That is, mm-hmm. that is a vagina. Yeah. Like these are boobs. Like they're not, we're not calling them tatas. We're not calling it a pickle, you know. I love that bullshit. I'm not calling it a coochie. Mm-hmm. Not calling yeah, it a he wiener. literally wrote. He literally went through it, the class with us and was like, "Okay, what are nicknames for each genitalia?" And then he's like, "You see these? Don't use them." He like took a marker and just like crossed them all out. And he's like, "This is a no, no, <laughs> no. Don't do this." So it was very. It was a very fun class. He was a very nice, nice person. But he taught us like, um. Like the a, a good, well-rounded education on how a the human body works. Period, and then like, this is what sex is. Yeah, kind of deal. Was and, it um, heteronormative, or did you was like? No, it was heteronormative. Okay. Yeah, because you know they're already breaking rules. <laughs> Can't talk way. about gay. Yeah, <laughs> no gay is extra break, extra bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a law. Yeah. yeah, extra against the law. But no, we mm-hmm. talked about that kind of stuff. Um, and then just, you know, like, friends who had older siblings, they would, like, they would get the talk, and then they would talk to their siblings, and then mm-hmm. I would hear about it, because they'd be like, oh, guess what I just learned? Oh, I just learned. Good. <laughs> yeah. Literally, that's how it would go. And then it'd be like, what's this i heard someone talk about this what is it and then they would have you ever heard of a bussy (laughs) yeah i was like it's like what's a blowjob and my friend would be like i know what that is i'll tell you later (laughs) so that's what that's because yeah even if we did have it i certainly do not remember having that conversation i don't think i knew what a blowjob was until maybe i was like 18 Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I also went like to not fully public school where I went to public I mean, school I... in high school. <laughs> I knew a girl that got pregnant in sixth grade. <gasps> That's horrible. Exactly. So what I mean, the like, fuck? Yeah, there are a couple of girls that got pregnant in, in middle school. Oh my gosh! Yeah, by other middle schoolers. Yeah, so our our knowledge of it kind of came quite soon. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, they both transferred schools. So I remember the first girl; she moved, had to move to go live with her other family in Mexico, and then the other guy, and then the guy transferred. Her other to, family. Well, like. What is that? Well, she had like her, she had like her parents and stuff like here, but I think she like wanted to move like with her grandparents, Hmm. or something like that. But I just know that she moved really fucking far away, and then the other guy transferred schools. Like, because I remember we saw him during track team, going to like track season. The guy who got her pregnant. Mm-hmm. Okay, because you like said there are a couple people, and then you said one girl, and then the other guy, and I was like, hang on. No, the, men cannot get pregnant. <laughs> those two, no, no. <laughs> um, those two 
the, the, the incident, the couple, yeah. Um, he moved to another school because I remember we used to see him during track meets. Mm-hmm. And all the guys would be like, What's up? to him. And all the girls were like, Please never come around any one of us. <laughs> Is that a euphemism, Carly? What do you, oh, <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I know, but that too, I just both, to. both situations. <laughs> I just thought it was funny and All very relevant. Like, Please stay far away. <laughs> Damn. And this is why abstinence-only education is not effective. No. Hands no, not. fucking down. I, say, well, I don't think we learned about, like, contraceptive until, like, until high school. I don't even know if I learned about contraceptives in high school until my biology class. Mm. Like, because I remember learning about like in my health class for gym freshman year and then teaching abstinence only and this one girl being like yeah well that's ridiculous because you can't expect you can't assume everyone to be absent abstinent because like it's also a religious thing like abstinence only is a very religious thing and you shouldn't Mm -hmm. be teaching religious things in public schools where they're not allowed to be like you know your sweatshirt is hitting fuck i thought it might it might be okay it up i'll stop slouching um fix your posture (laughs) come at me bitch (laughs) i think i just did drive five hours and hit me why don't you (laughs) you go you'll have to drive back you're not allowed to stay the night (laughs) me my drowsy ass is gonna be like wow watch me drink like three coffees before i get there on the Uh. way well, the good thing is I have relocation and I will be somewhere else. <laughs> I also have your location, so we'll just be running in circles. <laughs> circles. Yeah. Um, well, the cool thing about being homeschooled is your health teacher is your mom. Um, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. They choose what you learn in health class. But before I had the talk, I had no idea not even a single inkling as to what sex was. So I had no idea how one got pregnant. And when I was a kid, around like maybe nine, ten, my neighbor down the street got pregnant. And I asked my out of wedlock and I asked my mom, like, how did Casey ooh, how did <laughs> we'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, how did so and so get pregnant? And she's all she said was she did something um that you're not supposed to do until you're married. And I, how I thought that people got pregnant was you had a wedding. And if God approved of the wedding, you were then bestowed with a child. And that's how you got pregnant. That's actually really cute. So I, when she told me that, I was like, she faked a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) And God was just like, Ding, 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 ding. And it, like, really fucked me up because I was like, if God is all-knowing, then how in the world did this bitch fake him out, make him think that, like, she was getting married to have a child and give her a child? Like, if he's supposed to be omniscient and whatever and the other omni whatever, then how does he, did he not see through the ruse? Like, how is it that 
convincing of a fucking wedding and who also would put on a fake wedding and just not get married. I was very confused. I did not say a word of this to anybody um, and just sat on my disbelief. And that is why I'm not a Christian to this day. I'm kidding. It's not. <laughs> but yeah, when I, when, I, when I was 12, that's when I got my talk, the talk. And what my parents would do is they would split a bus, split a bus, split a bus. They would split us up into like, like gender. So my mom would take all the the girlies and my dad would take all the boyos because sexism. And, Mm -hmm. um, and the boys got a much different talk than I did. Very mad about that to this day. Um, but we would basically go on, we would go on a little girl's trip and I was before, yeah, God, it's before i went on my own girl strip i was so excited to go and then after i was like i wish that had never happened <laughs> <laughs> life is so forever we altered seriously it is it's traumatizing but we went to we stayed at a friend's a family friend's house because they needed someone a house it and my mom was like well my daughter is 12 and so she needs to know what sex is now so perfect <laughs> um, girl's trip. girl trip and we um so my mom didn't like tell me tell me everything like mm-hmm. we put a, a tape in and yeah it, she put a tape in a tape player in and pressed play and we listened to the tape and like did a bunch of different activities like oh we did one God. activity where we each had a, our own puzzle but my mom had all the pieces and the box top so you could see what she was making and I was missing pieces and I didn't have a box top. And that was supposed to mean something. I'm not sure what it was. I think it was supposed to insinuate how, like, what your relationship is like if you don't have a faith, a foundation of faith. Because this is very Christian, you know, like everything. And so, like, my mom's puzzle was the one that is what a relationship looks like with God in it. And mine was what it looks like without. You know, Carly, maybe the reason why today is because I'm a heathen. Do you ever think about that? <laughs> maybe we're single because we're sinners. You know, this sounds like one of the most traumatic experiences ever. I literally just remembered the puzzle thing, like, when I started talking about it. Like, the fact that y'all did, like, activities. Yeah. And listened to a tape. Yeah. The tape didn't, like, go over, like, the step-by-step process of what, like, technical... Explain that. And Mm -hmm. that was horrifying. I remember not being not even being able to look at my mom when she said this and I had to share a bed with her and it was the most it was a three-day endeavor oh it was God. the worst thing it was what the day did she choose thing what like was it day one that she did this like day two day three I think it was day two okay so she like let you get get comfortable get and then comfy. just dropped a fucking yeah and then it. i was like this is the worst thing ever no more um, girls trip no more girls trip yeah take me home <laughs> or like just point me in the direction trip. i need to walk i don't want to i don't want to ride with you and then so i yeah we did that but also because it's christian we did a lot of purity culture stuff which is basically mm. telling you that if you do anything with a man with a boy outside of marriage then you're a sinner and you're horrible. Mm. So what we did was my mom filled up a balloon full of water, put a little piece of tape over it, and then said, this is what happens when you kiss somebody, and then poked a hole in the balloon. So this is what happens when you full frontal hug somebody, poked a hole in the balloon. This is what happens when you hold hands, poked a hole in the balloon. Which I would like to remind you that none of those three things are condemned, quote unquote, in the Bible. They're not. 
also the innocent ways of affection yeah and now like, you wonder you why hold, i'm so yeah, close you up hands as like platonically yeah you can hug people platonically so it was like it's you uh, not like hugging people you weren't allowed to hug anybody but you mm-hmm. weren't supposed to hug with your chest touching it had to be like a what i call the christian side hug where you come at them from the side so you're like sides touch She's so fucked up. Yeah. And then she said, this is what happens when you have sex. And I accidentally dropped the balloon when she said that. And mm-hmm. all the water got everywhere. And she was like, that works too. So basically insinuating that your purity is go. Pardon me. I'm the burpee one today. <laughs> yeah. It's it's back to me. I'm the reigning champ. <laughs> um, the Your purity is completely gone when you have sex, which is absolutely not true. And purity is a is a made-up thing it's not real it does not exist um construct. that's what the word is it's a construct so that was traumatizing i can see why yeah i can see why that can be so trauma like traumatizing to the point where, like you want no physical contact with anybody yeah and I, like, not that even I... like mm-hmm. a bump be like oh was that yeah. too close like now that i say it out loud it makes a lot of sense as to why i'm like it's real. I have a really, really hard time with physical touch. That was a really fun discovery. Thanks, guys. Thanks, five oh, listeners. Talking about those tears. There. Well, I'm not gonna start crying. I haven't yet, and I'm not going to today. I have no reason to cry. Well, this is a preview for season two. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. The tear. Oh, okay. Like, if you're crying at my story. If you thought this was dark, just you leave. <laughs> We're talking about depression next. <laughs> <laughs> Anxiety. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, we might, though. <laughs> it him off the table. <laughs> yeah, but, but that was the talk. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't remember not having it. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know, like, how I would have preferred to find out now, like, mm-hmm. if I had the choice. I pro- well, probably similar to the way that you did. But, like, in the same way where you didn't learn about anything relating, like, being queer and being in and being yeah. sexually active. Obviously, I did not. Like, it would be more plausible for you to have learned about it than me. Mm-hmm. Um and so everything was very heteronormative. And also I saw this interesting thing on Instagram the other day about how it's important. I think Jamila Jamil said it, talked about it, about how it's not only important when talking about sex education to talk about like how to use a condom, like birth control, mm-hmm. stuff like that, but also how to treat your partner and how to be a good partner and stuff. Because like, sure, we're taught how to do the, the physical shit, but there's also so much work that needs to be done mentally and emotionally. And the mm-hmm. younger that you get started on learning how to treat your partner, the better your relationships are going to be with yourself, with the people that are around you, the, like the less trauma that's going to happen in general, because you understand, okay, well I need to respect the people that I am with. So I'm not going to do this really shitty thing because I respect this person and things like that, which is a really interesting. I never thought about that because like we've been fighting for, like no longer teaching abstinence only education in general but especially in public schooling Mm -hmm. but we have to think about the flip side as well because a relationship isn't just sex absolutely then we're never taught about how to have like an interpersonal relationship in school or like we've never also never been taught like 
a mutual respect relationship but it's also like a toxic mm-hmm. relationship between teachers and students for them to demand respect and then not show respect to their students at all. exactly and they're different like, oh sorry oh no um but like i know i've had teachers who have demanded the utmost respect and then mm-hmm. was very degrading to their students like yeah. as i was in their class like if you didn't say something if you were given something and didn't say thank you within three seconds of them handing it to you it was taken away from you and like, ridiculous also like we got screamed at for like our volume levels all the time we were told that like all of us were like naughty children that we are not good people like because we <gasps> like she had this rule book of how children are supposed to act and she would read to us each day and like i remember there was one time we were in the lunchroom it was lunch on like there's at least uh, 200 kids in the lunchroom at one time mm-hmm. and she was like your noise level was so outrageous she was like i am so disappointed in every single one of you for being so loud she's like the teachers were complaining about how loud you guys were and she's like i'm so embarrassed to have you guys as my students ladies and gentlemen the volume on this bus is astronomical. astronomical. That was literally her. But damn. I was in third grade. That's- <gasps> I thought mm-hmm. you were going to say like middle school. Good. Kids fucking talk. It's good for them. Ugh, it was this. lunch. This is like the only time we have this time to socialize and we got in mm. trouble for it. If you're going to be a fucking bitch, maybe don't be a teacher. How about that? Mm-hmm. If you're going to have your fucking head up your ass, maybe you shouldn't teach children. Just a thought. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not even kidding you. She brought granola bars for us one day as a treat for, like, after our ISAT testing, which, like, is pretty intense testing for a third grader. And I remember the kid who sat across from me didn't say thank you fast enough. And she took his and everybody else got one. And he cried because he didn't get a, he didn't get a treat after taking this test. And that's your fault. That's fucked up. She's like, you weren't grateful enough. Yeah. And I was I've like... S- I- I was like, you're oh, sorry. so mean. Because like, yeah, then all seriously. literally the entire table was like, do you want to split ours? Like, we'll share ours with you. And then we got in trouble for wanting to share ours with him. She should be fired. What's her name? I'm going to fucking... I'm not going to say it on here. Yeah. Text me after. I'm going to I'm going to cyberbully her. I'm kidding. I'm you not going to do that. We, behind her back. Don't, no, we should not... We don't want to be held liable for anything that people can use against us in a court of law. Off record, I didn't say this. We can choose to readily cut this out later, but we used to make fun of how big her eyes were. Big eyes. We could see her eyes would like bulge out. Like she would be like, and her <laughs> eyes stick out. And we're like, she kind of sounds pop. like my math teacher in high school. I, um, she was a calculus math teacher and then she did the geometry too. She had huge eyes. She was scary. She was oh, me yeah. as well. A summer camp teacher or counselor who was very young. She was a teenager and didn't like children above the age of like four. So she was mean to the older kids and we're like, well, well that sucks for you. We literally would look at her and be like, all right, bug eyes. I'm going to go over there now. <laughs> uh, we all did it and she was so pissed. <laughs> But it was funny. God. We didn't get in trouble for that one though, because she was counselor. What the fuck? 
I saw this post, this was like maybe two years ago, but how like people have different definitions for respect. One of them is respect as like I'm respecting you as a human and mm-hmm. other people res- respect them as respect as an authority. And so like when I use an example, I've seen the example between like parent and child, the child mm-hmm. wants to be respected and seen it as respect, like respects, wants to be respected as a human, mm-hmm. but the authority. But the authority figure, the parent figure says, I'm not going to respect you as a human until unless unless until you respect me as an authority figure. So I'm going to treat you subhuman until you treat me like I'm your lord and shit like that, which Mm -hmm. is like fucked up. No, that is fucked. Honestly, the kind like the way that we teach respect to children is really Trump is really toxic. Yeah. To use like. Main or overused vocabulary, but it is a very. Um, malicious mm-hmm. cycle of yeah. being taught. And that's something that I want to work on myself with, especially now that I'm like nanny mm-hmm. and when I'm in the wrong and just like saying like, I'm sorry, I was in the wrong and things like that. Or like if they, I think I was doing something with Miles the other day and like he was, I was like, okay, we got to go to the bathroom. We got to go to the bathroom. Like, because he's potty training and so I was like trying to rush him to the bathroom he was like I was like why are you pushing me and I wasn't pushing him but I was like he thinks I'm pushing him so I will stop and say like oh sorry Miles I'm not trying to push you I just want us to get to the bathroom in time and things Mm -hmm. like that so to like teach him that you have autonomy over your body and you can use your voice and you if you don't want to be touched if you don't want to be picked up if you don't want to be like rushed and if you don't want to be rushed in that way Mm-hmm. then you can feel the feel the privilege to say no thank you I don't want to be like please don't pick me yeah. up. I don't want I don't want to hug anyone things like that because I feel like it's kind of mm-hmm. fucked up when you make kids hug somebody that they don't want to hug yeah. for whatever or reason strangers because you know them it's like yeah and they don't like, your child doesn't know that person yeah like, like if they if they want to hug me they can hug me but don't force them to hug me because if you force them to hug somebody they don't want to hug then mm-hmm. it teaches them that they don't have they don't have control over their own actions and mm-hmm. stuff, which is like sometimes I'll hug. And if they say no, then I'm just like, okay, like, I don't, I'm not like, no, give me a hug. Like, I don't, I don't need a hug that badly. I'm fine. Yeah. I can hug myself. Mm-hmm. I have gone without a hug for many a year. I'm cool. I'm chilling. So mm-hmm. same. Yeah. Woo. But yeah, I know. I saw yeah. a post recently where, um, this guy was hanging out with a gr- his group of friends and one of the people in that group brought their kid mm-hmm. and their mom was like, well, give him a hug. Like, it's uncle so-and-so. Give him a hug. And their child was like, no. And the guy who was, the mom was like trying to get them to give him a hug. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, don't force your child to give me a hug. Like, they don't know me the way that you yeah. do. Like, they're obviously uncomfortable with it. He's like, I don't want to force them. Like, if they want, like, like once we once I form a relationship of like being an uncle to this child, then we can talk and discuss about being a hug, get like mm-hmm. hugs and stuff like that. Like once your child becomes comfortable, then then that's an option if they choose to. Yeah. So I was like, that was going back to that conversation, but mm-hmm. it's very odd. Very very odd. It is odd. Let's move on to the third one. Yes. Kind of moved a little bit off of 
the original topic and I don't want things to get too <laughs> intense. <laughs> um, but as a, we are both queer people, and we should talk about the first time we felt queer feelings, especially since like queerness isn't always represented and always talked about in the media. And like there aren't a, there, it's changing, but there aren't a lot of like, there aren't a lot of um, like kids media that mm-hmm. demonstrates non-hetero normative relationships, um, non-cis relationships, stuff like that. So or even well, just identities. Mm-hmm, exactly. It is changing though. It is changing, yeah. and you do have to search it out sometimes though. Um, but like the fact that it is more readily available is. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming even more readily available as a really good thing. So yeah. when was the first time that you thought you might be queer? Well, I didn't necessarily think that I was, like, queer until college. Mm-hmm. But one of my first crushes when I was in elementary school was on a girl. I had two crushes on two different girls. Then why would you talk about those two boys? Because well, those are my you- first crushes. Oh, okay. These are my first girl crushes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I liked the boys. I liked a boy first, and then I met the other two girls because I didn't know them very well until later in middle school. Or not middle school, in elementary school. And I was like, I was like, they're so cool. I was like, I was, again, it was a situation where I was like, I want to be friends with you. But I'm like, I also want to hold your hand. <laughs> yeah. Um kind of deal and I remember there was one time I was at a sleepover and they're like if you were to have a crush on a girl who would it be because one of my friend's moms one of my friends had two moms when I was growing up and so and obviously that kind of went over my head I was like oh you have two moms that's cool yes absolutely so <laughs> we are talking and we're like well if you liked girls who would you like and one of my crushes was sitting next to me in this fucking circle at the sleepover and I was like I was like oh my god what do I say I was like oh my god oh my god like I hesitate she's gonna know she's gonna know <laughs> and so I was like I was like well I can't say her and I, was, and I had so I was like I'll say the other girl's name so I did and they were like oh good choice and I was like thanks I know <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love <laughs> yeah I was like I really like I didn't say anything but I was like I had, like, you know that Jordan Peele meme where, like, the sweat is just, like, coming down mm-hmm. the bullet? That was me in that moment. I was just, like, oh, my God. I was, like, what if she knows I have a crush on her? Been there. But that was the first time I ever had, like, a crush on a girl in my life. I was, like, oh, that woman is, like, really attractive. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, oh, maybe I might be attractive to women. Yeah, as well as men, it just never occurred to me until later. And I was like, wait, I was like, wait a second, wait a damn moment here. Wait, and then I thought about minute. it, and I was like, I was like, that would make a lot of sense. I was like, that would make mm-hmm. a lot more sense. Yeah, because I also remember I was at a theater party, and I was talking to somebody of the same, and I said something, and they're like are you flirting with me? And I was like, no, am why I? would I do that? <laughs> am I, was I like, flirting I, with you? <laughs> literally I was like, I don't know. <laughs> you have to tell and me what like, it was after this. They're like, are you gay? And I was like, not that I know of. 
potentially <laughs> yeah i was like well, i don't know i don't know if i'm flirting with you i don't know if i'm gay i don't know <laughs> and i was just like okay and then she was like okay i'm sure like, well i'll keep okay <laughs> okay <laughs> damn yeah so i had a lot of queer instances but never put two and two together Mm-hmm. Until, i remember oh sorry. until later yeah um i remember in high school saying like everybody looks at boobs <laughs> i was like what and i was like yeah everybody looks at and they were like i don't and i was like you're you don't <laughs> i think i was like maybe 15 at the time but i i think i started to like question when I was 16 because a mm. new person came to my school and I was like oh, oh my gosh um at the time they identified as she her they now use the pronouns they them so I want to respect those pronouns mm. um but I was like oh my god they're incredible like I'm obsessed with them and I it took me a while to like unpack those feelings um like I'll probably a lot due to the fact that I was raised in a very Christian household and so like home no homophobia um i actually oh my god i remember no why do they say no homophobia no they say yes to homophobia and no to homosexuality yes i was, I was just about to ask you about this like, yeah. um. no they say we hate the gays <laughs> that's what it is um i went to in middle school i went to a youth group thing where they had a gay man come in and like talk about living life as a christian gay man and like mm-hmm. being celibate and i just remember sitting there and like looking at him and being like he seems so sad yeah so much i know i was like that is so like upsetting the fact that you can't enjoy part of what life has to offer because of this hateful rhetoric that's been placed upon you that's not even like Mm -hmm. really it's not preached at it's not like in a fuck it's in a fucking book which is often mistranslated in the first place like sad but um so that definitely like contributed to it taking a while to unpack things but I actually came out when I was 18 to um half my family and not my parents half my family and then my friend group but I didn't fully come out until technically until a few months ago same I mean I realized that was probably by i think like 2019 because mm-hmm. um, i i think i just use the term bi because i think that's something i'm more comfortable with yeah and something i'm comfortable using because i use it for my own perspective i like all genders even though it doesn't even though binary is or bisexual is binary I don't necessarily view it as being binary, mm-hmm. even though it has bi in it, but it, you know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's my own twist, not my own twist on it, but it's a very common for binary to not, ne- bisexual not to necessarily be binary. And it's really not. It's just no. like, that's just the OG term it was given. So I guess, yeah. um, I came out to my family over the summer when I was very drunk. <laughs> like really drunk um and it went really well but that was the first time I ever told my family 
and then usually I haven't really came out to friend my friend groups like I I know like all can you hear me mm-hmm. okay I know like all of my close friends know but it's not like a wide known not like everybody knows you know yeah or like I just friends of oh, friends don't know mm-hmm. like that yeah I kind of hate how we're expected like how queer people are constantly expected to come out like mm-hmm. it's a choice every day to be like oh my girlfriend or like my partner and stuff like that to which partner it can obviously be used and it is used in hetero relationships mm-hmm. um and stuff verification because i don't think it's only for non-hetero relationships it isn't it's a blanket term but like it's kind of it's kind of something that i am trying to like stay away from so instead of coming so instead of being like i am queer i like everybody regardless of what they present as like i'm attracted Mm -hmm. to the person not the equipment things like that i just i'm just like i'll just talk about girls or i'll like instead of explicitly saying i'm this i'm that just like like oh i was talking to this girl this other week i'm going on a date with her like blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. or like oh yeah i have a date set up her name is this blah like i'm excited we're gonna go to sasha's like instead of being like yeah so i'm i'm queer you know if you know that Mm because i think like you never people almost like it's assumed majority majority assumes that when a kid is dating somebody that they're dating someone of the opposite sex opposite gender so they're not like straight kids don't have to fucking come out so why do Mm -hmm. i have to come out and stuff like that so i i don't like i mean i also haven't posted anything about being queer on social media besides like maybe twitter or stuff when i like tweeted and then deleted that it came out to my parents while crying <laughs> um i said i told my mom i talked to my mom twice about it and then we've never talked about it again and i mm-hmm. refused to bring it up <laughs> um and and i also just don't think it's it's not my burden to educate you you can do research you can look yeah. it up which i told my mom i was like you can ask me questions and if i want to i'll answer them if i don't want mm-hmm. to then you can look it up yourself because i do not owe you anything that's mm-hmm. like kind of it's if you're assuming that everybody is straight at this point come on yeah like you know what people say about assuming mm-hmm. so yeah no that's kind of how i not like kind of introduced the idea to my family because i didn't necessarily come out and say it but they're like um when i first went out with somebody my mom misread the name Mm-hmm. And that it was a female name and not a male's name. Mm-hmm. Not that that has anything to do with it. Or not, not that names are super gender specific. But she asked me if I was like, are you going out on a date with a girl? And I was like, no. And then my uncle was like, but would you? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, it was like, like a full date, like a, re- like a really full on date. And I was like, what does date mean, bitch? I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know what that means, but yeah. I was like, I'd actually love that. And they're like, like hand holding like, and, and you kiss at the end? That kind yeah, of a I'm date? Pretty, I'm pretty sure that's what he meant, but. Three course meal, entree dinner. <laughs> but he never clarified. I was just like, 
yeah, I think that would be fun. And he was like, he sat back and he was like, okay. And that was the end of that conversation. But I remember when I came out, my, my aunt was like, yeah, I noticed that way, way, way before you said anything. She's like, there's always something, something different. And I was like, okay. Yeah. So my mom was like, I never expected, like, I never would have thought as a kid you were like this. And I was like, because it doesn't, first of all, you don't have to fit into, like, what, what, what gay expectation would you have had? Like, what would I need to have done as a child? What stereotypes do you want me to fit into? But also, you were going to ignore it anyway. Like, you Mm -hmm. were just gonna be like, oh, that's just them. Like, Several of your children had tomboy phases where they refused to wear dresses. Mm-hmm. And, like, what does that say to you? And I think it's, it's, it's just it's weird. Like, I, if I were to be ultra-feminine, then, oh, she's just a girly girl. But if I'm ultra-masculine, oh, she's a tomboy. But, like, it's just, I don't know. It's, I mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to say. I don't know if it's, if it's coming out, but it's fine. Um, but, Yeah. It's just, it's yeah. weird. It's complicated. So, yeah. Being queer is cool. Besides cool. the hate crimes. Yeah. That's <laughs> even cooler when you come from a non-religious family. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. I definitely am very thankful for the family that I do have. Even though we do get into lots and lots of fights on our political beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, my identity is not one of the ones that we fight about. And they still... It's ideal. Yeah, treat me as me. Despite yeah. that. Because like uh, kind of... that was one of the things I was like, they're all like really Republican and I'm not Republican. And I was like, I don't know how they're going to take it. And I was like, well, might as well just come out and say it. Yeah. I was at my grandparents' house, and I was like, hopefully y'all love me, because I have to stay here for another four days. Woohoo! I don't want to make it awkward. Yeah. That's the, like, unfortunate thing, at least with, like, my dad's part of the family. Mm-hmm. Like, we are, so my dad has two sisters, so they have three children, and, like, my dad's family, like, my family is the most progressive out of all of us. And, mm-hmm. like, political views and, like, I mean, all of us kids pretty much are super leftist and stuff. Like, you know, we're all for Black Lives Matter. We're all for, like, L- LGBTQ plus rights, like, women's rights, etc. Mm-hmm. And we're very vocal about it. Whereas, like, I had a cousin on my dad's side who was talking about like how free Palestine was fucked up and like I'm side with Israel and shit like that and I was like not gonna talk to you um so we're kind of like the trailblazers in the family and my grandfather is for some reason like he's the patriarch of the family and we can't do anything to upset him so no one's allowed to come out until he's dead to the whole to the rest of the other family and you you can't get married to someone of the same gender same sex as you until he's gone because you can't do and it's like 
um, I'm not going to let some 80 year old man tell me what I can or can't do. No. Like he, he doesn't like the fact that I have several tattoos and facial piercings, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get another one because I do whatever the fuck I want because it is my life. And some old man isn't going to tell me who I am and who, and who I can or can't love. Like mm-hmm. if I want to be gay, I'm going to be gay. Suck on it. Papa. I do love my extended family because they're my extended family. Because of blood. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they have to know everything about you. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm not texting my grandpa every other day saying, guess who I went on a date with? Like, guess who I'm talking to now? Like, I don't have that kind of relationship with many people in general. Um, But, like, we live pretty far away from them. And also, like, it's my life. And if you're going to disrespect my life, then... If you're going to say that being gay is the worst sin of them all, which according to La Biblia, La Bible, um, there is no hierarchy of sins. They're all the same. They all cost the same. Um, You can't get mad at me for marrying a woman and not get mad at your granddaughter who had a baby outside of marriage. Yeah. I'm going to throw that in the fire. Suck that. Eat it. Well, there you go. Well, I haven't had to have that argument yet, so well, we shall see. That's okay. Sometimes I get really feisty when I get when I get really really mad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this has been oh my gosh <laughs> a conversation of our firsts. Yeah, just to and tie it all things. in there before we get too far. <laughs> yeah, true. Probably don't, no one is spilling too many family secrets on here. Yeah, <laughs> you can decide what ones you cut out because you're. This is your episode to edit. Yeah, we shall see. I'm going to keep all of her burps in from the last one. Oh, you gotta. There are too many to cut out anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I could do it, but that's a lot more effort than I'd like. And plus, I think they're funny, so. I think they're funny. Especially that last one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta keep that one in. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The burps in for the ASM artists. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, thank you everyone for listening to our podcast. I can't believe that we're actually here with 15 already. Like, can you believe we've done this 15 times? No, I can't. Yeah. I feels like we just started the other day. Um, there most likely, and by most likely I mean will, be a season two. We are going to take a little bit of a hiatus though, just to prepare, get things ready, figure out, like, we're going to do some lesson plans. Um, oh, yeah. but we would love for you guys to join us on that journey as well. Yeah, come see us for season two. Yeah, yeet. We're gonna, I don't know, do this again. Yeah. But better. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Learn every day. Our editing is getting better. It is getting Sound. better. Audio is next. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Oh, God, it really should. Anchor really stops being such a fucking bitch. <laughs> Us fucking seriously, dickheads. Fucking hate this app. Yeah. Anchor. (laughs) Get better software. Honestly, if you kick me out of this account one more fucking time, I swear I'll find your headquarters. Mm -hmm. I will find it and I'll show up. I will run all the way to Spotify. I don't care (laughs) if I have to run. I'll get there, even if to fucking crawl. <laughs> I'm gonna charge three fucking espressos and I'll be at your door. 
I'll be in traffic for 30 minutes and then on my way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have so much coffee. I'll be there like the fucking flash. <laughs> Seriously. Spotify mm. better fucking watch out. Mm. Mm. But, but thanks for listening. <laughs> yes, you can email us asperpetually at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at asperpetually. You can follow Ashley at Twitter on Ashley Maderas. And you can follow me on at tw- on Twitter at <laughs> xcarlotax. You can follow us on Instagram at perpetually dot underscore dot single. You can follow Ashley on Instagram at Ashley Maderas. You can follow me on Instagram at Carly Free with three E's. Woo woo. We will update the Insta and Twitter with like we'll say again that we're gonna take that we're gonna be preparing mm-hmm. for season two and then we'll say when we're gonna drop the first episode so you can put that on your calendars when it's out hell yeah so follow us if you want updates if you've come this far then you <laughs> want updates hopefully <laughs> and until then this has been perpetually single, single. <laughs> I love got the last that one. lag <laughs>